This episode of the MedTalk Podcast is brought to you by MedTech Innovation Expo. Taking place on the 28th and 29th of September at the NEC in Birmingham, MedTech Innovation Expo is the leading event for medical device design, manufacturer and supply chain solutions. Register now at medtechexpo.com. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the MedTalk podcast, podcast bringing you the latest news and issues in life sciences. I'm Ian Bolland, editor of MedTech Innovation News, and today I'm joined by Risa Armstrong, editor of EPM magazine, and we've also got Charlotte Chambers, who is the conference producer for MedTech Innovation Expo, because, as you might have guessed, this is an MTI special. So, thank you both for joining me. Hey Ian, you alright? I'm well. Yourself? Yeah, all good, thanks. And how are you, Charlotte? You okay? I'm very good, thank you. you? I'm well, and don't be nervous. We know it's your first time on the pod, so uh, (laughs) we'll we'll, we'll take good care of you. Um, But I think the first place to start is we're back after a two-year hiatus. Apparently there's been a pandemic that's uh, disrupted us, so um, as a result, there are a couple of measures in place which we're, we're going to... Uh, we're going to pinpoint a couple of them that everybody has to adhere to, but they will be available in full on the MedTech Expo website, which is med-techexpo.com. But first of all, we'll we'll go through a couple of them, or it's just going to be basically me reading them out in terms of when uh, you're actually attending the show. All attendees must be prepared to show proof of having two doses of a COVID-19 vaccine at least 14 days before attending or a negative lateral flow test result, which can be taken at home or at a recognised centre free of charge within 48 hours of arrival at the event, or natural immunity shown by a positive PCR test for COVID-19, which lasts for 180 days from the date of the positive test following completion of the self-isolation period. So that is all the technical stuff out of the way, and I think we should go straight into um, the, the conference side of it with you, with you here, Charlotte. Um there's a lot going on, so um, I think we're going to l- allow you to give us an overview, if you don't mind. Yeah, so like you said, lots going on. Um, we've got three stages this year. So we've got the MTI conference, the health tech stage, and the introducing stage. Um, so yeah, really, there's going to be something for everyone. We've got huge range of topics, um, and it's going to be impossible for me to go through everything. Um, but I will, yeah, try and give you an overview as best I can. Um, so the MTI conference is in association with Medilink. It is CPD certified, so anybody can um, claim points if they're wanting to. Um, it's really a programme that's going to offer high-level thought leadership from the sector's biggest names. So we've got Cleveland Clinic, KPMG, Spirit Healthcare Group, Innovate UK, Huntley Healthcare, um, some really, really great speakers. Um, we've got some great keynotes as well opening the session. We've got Graham Hewitt, who is the CEO of Direct Healthcare Group. We've got Matt Whitty, um, who is the Deputy Director of Innovation at NHS. And we've also got Lisa Hollins, who is the Director of Innovation Delivery at the NHS X as well. Um, so the health- Sorry, Charlotte, it's safe to say there's a few big names there. Yeah, 
lots of big names. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a great programme. Yeah. Um, so if you were to pick one or maybe two that, that you would like to go and see, who would it be? Oh, this is really difficult. Um, I'd say one of the ones I'm looking forward to most was probably going to be a presentation um, by Innovate UK. So we've got Dr. Karen Spink, who is the innovation lead for precision medicine. And she's going to be presenting alongside Louisa, um, Louisa Simmons, who's actually the uh, chief operating officer of Innovate UK. Um, and their presentation is going to cover um, innovate, in, investing in a new era of healthcare and industrial innovation. Um, I think that's going to be a really great one. Um, that's going to be on day one. And then if I was to pick one on day two, again, this is really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I put you on the spot here. I realised that. Yeah, there, there is, honestly, there's so many great talks. Um, I think Lisa Holland is going to be great. Um, the keynote, um, digital innovation in the NHS, like, that's, yeah, that's going to be a great one as well. Um, so much has obviously happened recently. Um, so there's lots to talk about. Well, th thanks, Charlotte. I think we can neatly segue into um, what our highlights as well, Reese, because I think you, you've been having a look at the agenda too. So which has stood out for you? Yeah, well, interestingly enough, uh, Ian, the one that Charlotte pointed out there by um, Innovate UK by Dr. Karen Spink and uh, Louisa Simmons was, was definitely one I was keeping an eye on. Just um, I think Innovate UK obviously they do a lot of great work within the sector they work with a lot of companies so, so i think there you'll get a great overview of uh, of challenges in, in the sector in, in just that type of um well the, the type of emerging healthcare and industrial manufacturing that, that we're starting to see and uh, working for these titles but yes yeah, so, yes yeah, so that, that was one of them um that i was interested in uh, I, I think actually the the matt witty um keynote as well, the um, Accelerated Access Collaborative um, and, and how that's del delivering the best health innovations to patients faster will be a really interesting one uh, just in terms of the things we've spoken about over the, the past years. Um, one of the biggest issues that, that I often see is just you do see these emerging medical devices and, and healthcare treatments, but you never really understand just the, the lengthy process of that it can take to actually get into the hands of patients. So seeing things like that will be really interesting to, uh, to see if that's, if we do have that type of uh, accelerated timeline. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll stick with Med MedTech Innovation Conference stage uh, for now, because there was one little, um, one talk at half one on uh, on day one, which is from Rush Diagnostics about IVD innovation. Obviously it's quite timely because you know, in vitro diagnostics has been the centerpiece in terms of trying to ascertain whether people have got COVID-19 or not so but mm -hmm. obviously there's there's going to be talk about the the wider what the wider scope that IVDs have plus also there's a massive regulatory change coming with the, the IVDR regulation in 2022 I think that'll be enforced I really should yeah. know I really should have greater command of that having uh, just basically written about it over the past year but oh well um so yeah that that's one I'm particularly um uh, highlight in. I think you actually, I think the pair of you have actually nicked a couple of ones that I wanted to talk about a bit more. But, um, you know, the quicker we get through this, the quicker our listeners can uh, have a look for themselves. 
but yes, um, I think there's there's also one on day two. I think I think to highlight in terms of um, UK government support for medtech exporters, having Department of International Trade there has, I think, is a real a real good for anyone that wants to expand beyond the UK and Ireland. Yeah, definitely, especially in light of Brexit and, and changing regulatory landscape for medical devices. Um, it's probably going to be one of great interest to, to many local businesses there. Mm-hmm. I think also one that's caught my eye is just the um, the global mega trends in healthcare and the impact on the medtech world over the next decade. Um, quite broad in terms of what I could talk about, but maybe in the light of COVID-19, we'll, we'll, we'll see some maybe uh, diagnostics highlights, some infectious disease disease um, highlights as well, and how these might might shape the landscape a little bit. I mean, I know this is very medtech specific, but it, that could also be of interest to your uh, your pharma mag as well, Reese, because there's bound to be some overlap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's those are the types of things I'll be um, keeping an eye an eye on. And if not, it'll just be an interesting look into the uh, the medtech world for me, which I don't really get to cover as much now. So, yeah, all good. <laughs> I think a lot of the presentation titles are quite broad, to be honest, because. I think speakers really are they're just finding so much to talk about at the moment. They don't want to pinpoint too much just to allow them to kind of give them that flexibility of going off into a few different things. So, Well, the, the more there is to talk about, the more food for thought there is for those attending. So we encourage everybody to... St- there are a few of our highlights on the, uh, on, on the Innovation Conference. Um if you don't mind, can we move on to a different stage, unless there's anything else that you want to pick up on? Yeah, um, like I said, I could go on for ages talking about that. So, yeah, I'll move on. Um, yeah. The next one we've got is the health tech stage. Um, so this stage basically is going to focus on finished medical devices, um, right from their conception, development and commercialization. So we've got expert OEMs looking at the research and development and clinical trial processes, regulatory hurdles, usability testing, and material compliance behind these products. Um, so again, yeah, some, we've got some great insights on that stage as well. Um, that is also CPT certified, so people can claim points from that one too. Um, shall I resist putting you on the spot for this one, Charlotte, or have you actually got a highlight on it? Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> so, um <laughs> I think to be honest it's really the best thing to do for anybody who is interested in attending is to view like the full agenda um online because there's honestly there's so much it's really hard to pinpoint um and yeah people can access the full agenda on the online event planner um, and they will need to register on the medtech innovation website to get login details to access that Okay, um, if you don't mind, I'm actually going to pick out a, a couple of things because I uh, I see on the agendas that we've got in front of us that it's a case of, uh, well, you've already uh, put who's moderating, and I think I see my name a couple of times there. And one of them is actually <laughs> on a on a device I'm actually quite well accustomed to, and that's the the Gecko device. Uh, Matthew Watts from Sky Medical will be presenting on this, and I've interviewed. Um, He's the head of product R and D at Sky Medical. I've actually interviewed the, the CEO Bernard Ross a couple of times, and he's uh, he very kindly showed me the, the Gecko device in person. And it's it, it for, for those that don't know about it, it's 
to aid uh, blood circulation, basically to try and prevent blood clotting. And it's the size of a wristwatch. When you actually look at it in person, you'd think it would naturally fit on your wrist, but it can fit basically anywhere on... I think a lot of the time you'll actually see it put on legs for for treatment of deep deep vein thrombosis. So that's one device I'm looking forward to learning even more about. We used to see your names down for a couple of uh, a couple of sessions on this stage as well. It is, yeah. But um, I want to talk about um, one of these sessions on uh, day one on the 28th of September, which is um, bringing to market the Verisense device. Um, and that's made by the uh, clinical company Shimmer. And um, basically what it is, it's wearable for clinical trials and for collecting data throughout the real world as well. So one of the issues of clin- clinical trials is that um, very much, as the name implies, clinically based. So you, you have a lot of the uh, white coat sy- syndrome of people going into hospitals and and uh, like research centers. And what healthcare companies and pharmaceutical companies have struggled to do is is get data from the real world from people just experiencing their their lives and how their condition affects them so um yes yes seeing like a wearable clinical trial device is um is really interesting then maybe contrasting that with just how much data we, we can garner by see like your, your iphones and your, and your, your androids and your wearables seeing how it differs um making an actual I, I guess like medical device um, certified one, but then on um, a one which I am covering as well on day two is um, Nemera and their Enovelia, which is I believe it's like an, uh, an asthma inhaler and it's designed to improve patient adherence, uh, which is obviously a big thing for pharmaceutical companies um, understanding how their patient users are using their medication and it, whether they're doing it at the optimal time, optimal dosage. And um, I, I think it's got like a little digital tracker on, on there, which feeds into an app. So you can, you can understand just how well you're treating your condition. Mm-hmm. So that's, um, I've, I've written quite a bit about that in the past. So it'll be interesting to actually get a, um, a first hand look at that. So yeah, looking forward to that one. Yeah, that seems to be a good case of there's a lot there's a lot of um, technology nowadays that seems to be changing emphasis on um, on trying to be proactive in terms of healthcare, and I think this is a good example of that. If it's if it's a case of trend spotting, we're seeing a lot of companies go into this. There's actually one I want to highlight for one of your sessions, Reese, which is on day two uh, at eleven thirty. That's Dr. Elliot Street from Minivus Medical. I've had the pleasure of seeing the technology up close for. An interview a couple a couple of years ago. Um, the thing that struck me about this it wasn't the um, the 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 surgical stuff itself. It was the material used to allow surgeons to, to practice on it. You should actually see the the uh, the tissue. It looks so authentic. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I wonder if uh, Doctor Street will go into a bit more detail on that. But obviously, it's a, that is also at a time when you know. You can't really be educated in person. They, they, I'm sure they've got a tremendous amount to say about what's happened over the past couple of years too. Yeah, yeah, of course. I am. Um, I think I'm, I'm aware of that technology as well. It's um, it's used to cut down costs as well for having to use say, like animal carcasses for, for training and stuff like that. Um, 
so yeah, to see that type of, of emerging technology used for, for uh, surgery practice is, uh, is really interesting. Okay, I think that's our whistle-stop tour of the health tech stage. So there's one last one to look at, Charlotte. Yeah. <clears throat> so this would be the introducing stage, which the best way to describe this would be just to say that it's a great opportunity for visitors to find out what's new on the show floor, basically. Um, these are going to be short presentations delivered in a convenient setting, allowing visitors um, to view some of the highlights that are going to be on display. So there's going to be so many topics covered. We've got artificial intelligence, imaging techniques and challenges. Um, we've got 3D printing, business-related topics, design and innovative solutions for cleaning, um, and lots more. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the, I'm looking at the list now, and uh, I think you're spoiled for choice here if you're just going to have a look at the agenda. So there's probably one or two that we, that we might pick out to, to, to help you along here. But... Um, I'll I'll go first on the picking picking one out if you don't mind because I think uh, late on day one, uh, Steve Green, who's the head of design at Oxford Product Design, he actually penned a piece for the May June issue of MedTech Innovation, and the actual and during our exchange he asked, uh, "Do you think this would be a really good topic for uh, um, uh, for the show?" And I thought, well, yeah, and it's a sneak peek into it. It's the headline for the piece was for success in product development starts at square zero. And if it was to sum it up, it was when you're at square one, you've got a new technology discovered in the, in the long run, it can be a more valuable to take a step back from square one and look at the why that sits behind the te new technology. So I think it's just basically a case of, you know, uh, taking stock even at, even at the first stage. And there's, a, it, it's probably a bit reflective, um, but it, that, that's, that's a talk I'd be really interested in. Yeah, just jumping on the back of what Charlotte was saying there, I mean, I mean, there's so much breadth of knowledge here, and um, just taking a look at, at the agenda. I think what I quite like about this stage as well is it's quite it's 15 to 20 minute presentation, so you get this really quick snapshot of, of what people are bringing to the market, and because you get so many people throughout the day, you get this like almost 360 degree overview of the industry by just um by by, by just listening to you know. A, a, a dozen or so pitches it could be quite overwhelming like if you go into the show and you don't you know you've got all these exhibitors and you don't really know where to start um like this stage would be a great place um and then you can sort of sort of plan your day around that of, of what interests you the most yeah there really is something for everyone on this stage and including uh, I'll, I'll say this again on late on day two because this well we'll say late on day two it's lunchtime on day two it's just it's a as a two-hour session which is uh, pitch at medtech innovation expo um charlotte can you tell us can you tell us more about this because uh, i feel like that i'll be you know uh, crossing a line that i shouldn't given that i'm a judge on this <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the pitch is going to be a startup composition and um, competition, which is sponsored by NIHR, um, and it's going to bring together um, early stage medtech companies to deliver live um, sort of pitch style sessions, um, which are then going to be judged by our panel of experts. Um, I think we've got about five or six companies who are going to be doing um, presenting. So. Yeah, that'll be a nice little session on day two. Yeah, these are, are, are these all companies that are in the startup zone as well, or have I? Uh... 
They aren't in the startup zone, no. Okay, right. Just thought I'd uh, clear that up for anybody that might actually have a bit of confusion like I did just then. But um, yeah, I'm actually look, really looking forward to this because it's always nice to see what the uh, the new and fresh minds of uh, in, in the industry are, are coming up with. Um, and it looks as though we've got a great a great lineup there as well. Um, I'm really looking forward to being one of these experts, apparently. <laughs> um, well, if anything, it will give you a chance to sit down for a little bit as well, Ian. <laughs> well, I'm glad that someone's going to acknowledge how busy I, w- I will be for, for the first uh, day and a half, like the two of you two will be as well, because yep. it's probably a good time to mention that when it's not just MTI on, a, on 28th and 29th, because Charlotte, you've got Interplast to organise as well. I do, yeah. There's, it's going to be a very busy time. Um, three co-located events. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great getting back out on the show floor again. I've missed it. Yeah, it's going to be nice to see people. That's for sure. Um, Reese, on the um, introducing stage, did you say that you had a, a couple of highlights? Yeah, yeah, I can pick one. There's, um, I think there's a really interesting talk from, um, is it Fab RX, who are... Uh, basically to do 3D printing for um, medicines. And it's, it's titled The Future of Medicine Person- Personalization. Um, I think they spoke in 2019, perhaps. Um, and they gave me a really good insight into that area of manufacturing that I wasn't too um, well-versed in. And there's a lot of really interesting things that can happen there. So with 3D printing, maybe for smaller batches of medicine, for instance, you can get to a... Uh, to local hospitals quicker or can be done in the hospital to get to, to get to a um to, to a patient um this one sounds like it's going down the more personalized medicine route which is obviously a massive topic in pharma um so i'll be in, i'll be interested to see how that technology can sort of uh, it, how it deviates from traditional manufacturing practices within pharmaceutical pharmaceuticals so yeah you batch and you buy biologics and stuff like that um so yeah that's the one i'm really interested in just from my um pharma perspective um, but then yeah other things medical devices and artificial intelligence by data link electronics be really interesting to see how those uh, technologies are, are starting to merge ai as we know in life sciences is such a huge thing now whether it's algorithms for drug discovery or monitoring um uh, patient imaging for, for instance and, and trying to find sort of a di- diagnostic um sort of advances there so yeah really interested in that as well um you know like we're saying there's just there's so much there um you, you you're not going to struggle to find something that you're uh, really interested in yeah i'll, I'll also <laughs> say for for one one other talk um on i think it's on day two intertronics on designing and like you and adhesives for medical device assembly um this is probably i wouldn't like to call it old school supply chain but it is in, in a sense but it, it's it's essential and peter swanson if there's nothing that he doesn't know about adhesives i don't i don't know what what's worth knowing because he knows you know so um submitted so submitted so many of his pieces and the better knowledge actually is it's unreal so if uh that's that'll be a really good 20 minute session for, for those that are interested in the, the adhesives element when it comes to medical device assembly oh wow i think we've actually done a whistle stop tour in about 20 minutes there or of the three stages um uh, so charlotte thank you very much for coming on uh it's probably also worth noting that um as well as being co-located with interplast we're co-located with tct because well 
myself and me, so we're going to go, we're going to actually be at TCT for a small session doing a special episode of the Mental Podcast. So we're very first uh, live show. Yeah, well, well we hope of an audience. <laughs> I suppose these are live, kind of. <laughs> yes, these are always live. Everyone's listening to us live right now. These are completely unedited. <laughs> <laughs> there are no mistakes whatsoever with the Mental Podcast. We are the highest standard of podding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we are co-located with TCT. We're going to be talking about the adoption of uh, 3D printing in MedTech and Pharma. We've got a couple of interesting guests lined up. We just need to finalise the lineup and the agenda for that, Reese. So I think we'll be doing that straight after this somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely this week. Uh, we should probably give a plug out for the dates as well, for because um, TCT sure starts, is it a day earlier than MedTech? No, it's also on the, all the same. Everyone starts on the 28th. MedTech runs the 29th. Interplus and TCT runs the 30th. Is that right, Charlotte? Right. Yes, so, that is correct. Yeah, yes. I, I would have been turning up a deer earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a good job, you know, fast be prepared for you, Reese, because you, you've got a busy couple of days ahead, like myself, like Charlotte, yeah. like all of us. Uh, we're really looking forward to seeing everybody back. It's just going to be nice to have some human interaction again, not just be on Zoom calls all the time. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, there's um, is there any anything else that really sticks out for you two that you'd like to you'd like to highlight? No, I mean I, I think we've covered a, a good amount of it. I just want to see um, hopefully if it, if it sparks your interest, then get over to MedTech um, MedTech Online and, and and register for the expo to come down in September. Yeah, that's definitely the best way. I think if you um do that you'll get access to the online event planner and you'll basically be able to plan your whole time at the show um through this platform um, you can select which sessions you want to go to um, you can set up meetings in there and loads more so yeah i definitely recommend doing that yeah and i'm looking forward to seeing as many of you there as possible um, um it's also worth pointing out there's um there's a, a few zones that we, i think we should probably highlight as well because there is the medilink pavilion uh, the Mediplast Pavilion for for those that are familiar with uh, our sister title Medical Plastics News. Um, you know that that's uh, certainly a part of the show that uh, uh, to pick out. It's also the GCMA Pavilion and of course the Startup Zone, which I may have alluded to earlier. You know, seeing all the uh, all the all the fresh faces and the new ideas in medtech. I think that's certainly going to be uh, part of the show floor to check out as well. So I think that might be one of the quickest pods we've ever done, but there's, there's nothing like brevity. Hopefully we've given everybody food for thought. I'd like to thank you both for joining me on this. We're recording it on a Monday morning, but, you know, hopefully everybody that's uh, listening to this um, has a good show. You Remember to register at medtechexpo.com. Thank you, Reese. Thank you, Charlotte. And I'll see you at the NEC. Thank you for having me. See you then.